0: Okay, so uh, we'll try to start over here, over here in, uh, in Parashas Ekev. Over here in Parashas Ekev, the, uh, the passage says that Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Zovaz Chal In general, in the Parsha, there's an aricha speaking about the positive attributes of Eretz Yisrael. But one of the things it mentions is that it's an Eretz called Chal Vash. Just want to mention, A question that I have, if anybody has any raias, I'd love to hear raias. Literally the word Eretzavus Faludvash means it's a land that's flowing with milk and honey. So I was reading the Sefer Torah Terima, and he writes that there's a passage earlier in the parasha that says, It says that there were cities that were fortified till the heavens. So the Gemara Chulin says that this is a raiya that the Torah speaks in exaggeration. Because the cities definitely weren't fortified all the way to Shemayim, so it's a raya that the cities were, were that the Torah speaks in exaggeration. So the Torah asks a question. He says he doesn't know why the Gemara didn't bring a raya from the pasuk that it says all the time, that Z- Eretz zavas So I see that the Torah is making an assumption that the zavas is not literal; that Eretz Yisrael wasn't actually flowing with milk and honey. He seems to be understanding that it's just an expression that the dates were very, very plump, and there was a lot of the the, 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 the goats produced a lot of milk, but it wasn't. I wonder, does anybody have any riots if if, if, it's, if the tertum is right, or Posh or Pshat is true? If you walked through Eretz Yisrael, you saw gushing milk and you saw gushing honey, or is it taka a guzma? I don't know, I, it'd be interesting to know if anybody can mean riots, but he assumes that this is just a, a guzma. But there's a beautiful point that Mary Shapiro says on this idea that Eretz Israel is referred to as He says that the Gemara tells us that how does milk come? The Gemara says In, in, in a woman she has blood and the blood in her, in her body turns into milk. So milk originates as blood. The Gemara says in the that really milk is something that should be treated as and really, you shouldn't be allowed to eat drink milk. The fact that you're able to eat milk is a chiddush So milk definitely comes from something that's treif. It comes from blood, which is treif. And it comes from a person, and it should be, it should be treif. Honey comes from a a, a, a bee, which is a daver that's asertied. It's asertied a bee. It should be to eat honey. The Gemara discusses this, and you need a special hatar from the Torah to say that you're allowed to eat honey. As a matter of fact, it's brought down in Rebbeinah Yainah, that the teva of honey, is honey is able to take the legs of the bees that are get mixed into the honey, and it turns the legs into honey also. But the Rebanyan is telling you that some of the honey that we eat is is really generated from the bees of the honey, They're the legs of, of the bees. So Rebanyan Shapiro over, he says, so milk and honey are, are the greatest expressions of foods that come from Tuma. They're bad things that should be not kosher. So he said over, that the posseg is trying to be miramis about the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. He says Eretz Yisrael has the kedusha and the ability to be a to take a rosh and turn a rosh into a Tzadik. He says the Gemara says in Ksubis, Kol Ador Be'Eretz Yisrael, Anybody who lives in Eretz Yisrael, it's as if he has a God. People don't know that the Gemara it says afterwards, Kol Mishainu Dover Eretz Yisrael, Doim Mekimish So Avada the posseg doesn't mean to say, that if you live outside of Eretz Yisrael, you don't believe in Hashem. But says the Shapiro, this ability that Eretz Yisrael has to take a Roshah and turn him into a Tzadik, that's the Doimah Shiesh that especially Eretz Yisrael has. So he says the Torah is this concept that Eretz Yisrael has the power to transform a Roshah into a Tzadik by comparing it to an Eretz zavas Cholv and Devash, that it has the properties of Cholv and Devash, which are things that are be'etzam, should be or, should be tameh, should be forbidden to eat, and the Torah was machsher then and made them mutter to eat. One more point about the, the Gala's of Eretz Yisrael. There's a postage that when I say it in Shema, it always bothered me how to translate it. it says, We say that HaKadosh Baruch should give us many days and our children many days on the land that he promised to give LaViseichem. And then the last words are, What do these words mean? literally means like the days of the heavens on the earth. What does it mean? So Rebbe Olapyan said, He says, means that when a person lives in Eretz Yisrael, like this pasuk is discussing, when he's on the Adam HaShem Nishba he's able to have Shemayim Vika days, even though he's still on planet earth. He's able to have Ruchni Yisdika days, a Ruchni Yisdika life, even while he's still on this earth. So kimea means shamayim dekadeiz, ruchnias dekadeiz, ala oretz, when he's on the earth. This is the special kedusha and the special aviyah of Eretz that takes people and gives them an the ability to, to, to strive to other levels of ruchnias. I wanted to mention a yisoyed from Rabbi Pinkus, that, which I think is a yisoyed gadol. Everyone knows that there's a chiv every day for a person to say mea brachas. A person has to say a hundred brachas every day? The source is learnt down from Apostolic Ministries. Yisrael, The Gemara says, Ma Elo Meya. a 100 brachas. Chazal tell us, it's a medrash, that the history of Meya brachas was instituted because during David HaMelech's time, there were a 100 people, Rahman al-Islam, dying every day. 100 people dying every day. So David HaMelech was to say a 100 brachas and Zakapara, so that the, the, the people should stop dying. Why is it that David HaMelech felt that the antidote for Mea Mason is Mea Brachas? What's the connection between Mea Brachas and Mea Mason? So, I'd like to tell you something over... This is a, a very typical Roshim Shepin Kistika idea. You say this, I think, are Arfayadik, and let's hear what he has to say. He says that there's a klal yidua. There's something that everyone knows, that the greater two sides have a love for each other. The greater two people love each other. When there's a cast and when there's a, a breakup, so to speak, between the two of us, the cast and the anger is that much more strong based on how much love there was to begin with. The greater the love, the greater the breakup. He says whether it's avas Avlubnoi or avas shnei achim, two brothers, a father, a son, where the love is so great, when there's a great breakup, he says the breakup is fiercer than anything else you ever imagined. I think it's said over a fascinating story, he said in the Times of Kureger, there was a big, famous khasanah. Everyone knew about this big chasana. People came from all over to be by this chassanah, and literally 25 minutes before the chuppah was supposed to start, two adam walked into the chuppah, and they said, we happen to know that the chassan is a mamzer, and it's also lovely Bakal. he cannot get married. They made two them being made, so Kimovan, They had to stop the chasana. Two them are made. The Guys, as hey, they can't be inside the kedushin. So and they stopped the kedushin. They sent the shaila to all the rabbanim in, in, in around the, the the world to try to see what should we do. I mean, on one hand it's two Adem. On the other hand, you break the chasana. So one of the rabbanim they sent the shaila to was the chesam seifer. So when they asked the chesam seifer, the chesam said, "Do me a favor." and check if these two Eidim are related to the Chassan. So they did Bidikis, and they were revived. The two Eidim were related to the Chassan, made with Apostle Eidus, the whole thing is not accepted, and the Chassan goes on. So Rekiveger, who was the Chassan Saifer's father-in-law, heard this story, he said these words, he says, Ruach Befi my son-in-law has Ruach ha-kodesh. How did he know that these Eidim were related so afterwards, people went to the Chassam Saif and they said, How'd you know? How'd you know that he's related? So this is what the Saif says. He says, This Hasanah was a very famous event. Everyone knew this was going down. He says, You think these two people couldn't have come two months ago and are very still a, still away, come over and tell the to sound of you know, they can't get married, these amounts, or whatever it is. He says, why did they wait to the last minute to make the biggest and the biggest the He says, such a rishas, only a relative could do Only a relative could do such a rishas. I knew they had to be related. So Rapinka says, he says, the closer the relationship, when there's whatever it is, whatever, I don't know why they were in a fight, but when, they, when there was a closer relationship, then that the, the the way you want you hate the person is, is stronger. The male, of course he goes on right to he says the same thing with ishvi isha Ishv'i isha Ish- 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 are supposed to come to basa achat they're supposed to have a relationship they where with their mamish one and that's why taka when there's a period and when they're not getting along so it's it, it, it's it's the greatest fire. You can have the greatest fire between the two of them because that's supposed to be the tightest bond. So when that bond gets undone so it's as we all know a Pink is, what's the muscle for the Abba between Akash Boko and Klai Yisrael? in the relation Abbas, Abbas Hashem and Klai Israel? The, the muscle is a muscle to Ishri Isha, which we understand to be the strongest, strongest of relationships. So when Klai Israel has a pivot from the Abishta, he says it creates such a dynamic, such a, a, a cataclysmic result. Son, he writes, you have inquisitions and you have, you have Nazi Germany and you have all these things. Why? Because the Ava from HaKosh Baruch, the Kleiso, is so great that when there's a period, the period is, is devastating. The, the, the anger between HaKosh Baruch and Klaisov is beyond something you can understand. So he said, this is what happens when you have a MaKef and you have 100 people dying every day. Dovra Ava understood that there was a total, total lack of relationship between Kalei and HaKadosh and, 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 and Baruch Hu. Akadosh Baruch Hu angry. He's killing 100 people every day. There's something wrong. There's no relationship. The relationship is in shreds. Zohar so, Pinkis he said, when you have a relationship that's in shreds, he says, what is the first step in repairing the relationship? So he says, take the same Dugbav Ishvi Isha. He says, the first step in the relationship is that there has to be some communication. He says, if they're not talking to each other, then there's absolutely no marriage. There's nothing, there's no shaifas, there's no relationship whatsoever. Terech Agad says in Sanhedrin, what's a sayne? Somebody you don't speak to for three days. That means you hate the person. If you don't speak to somebody for three days, it means you hate the person. So he says the first step in creating a relationship, in, in repairing the damage, is that they should be talking. So he says, he says, He says, you know what me'e brochus is? Maya Baruchas means a hundred times throughout the day, you simply talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and you say thank you. You acknowledge HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You eat an apple, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thank you for the apple. <coughs> you go to the bathroom, Thank you for allowing me to go to the bathroom. You you create a, a dialogue. There's communication with you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the first step in, cre- in, in in mending the relationship between you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The tikkun for the maya mason, which means that there's a period of the relationship between Akash Hu and Yisrael, was maya brachas. So I think it says that if you want to take out what the idea of maya brachas is, it's 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 creating a relationship between you and Akash Hu. He says, but if you make the brachas every day, like the same way you made it in the kindergarten, and you don't think pahlavi you're talking to the Rebendishla, and you're missing out on the whole point because you're not creating the relationship. He brings down a story that there was a fellow once. Benching in front of the Chavitz Chaim. And he said the words, heitiv, um heitiv. and then about 10 seconds later, he said the words. So the Chavitz Chaim said to him something half of it. He said, I'm curious, do you realize that you just asked the Rabbanishon for 15 things? He says, What do you mean? So he says, You say, rachanim. he lifts off 15 things. So the Chavitz Chaim says, Imagine a kid comes over to you, and he rattles off a request for 15 things. Right? a chutzpah? In three seconds he asks you for 15 things. He says a person's benching and he's talking to the rabbinical Shalom and he asked for 15 things in three seconds. Is that is that a color for the ebrushda? The answer is it's not a kasha because when we bench we're not talking. There's no relationship. We don't. We have no idea what we're saying and we're not. We're not connecting. So he wants to be that if you want to be in this thing in the Iker takana of of David and Nea and brachas, they have to be said in a way where you feel like you're connecting with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There's a there's a there's a, a mending of the relationship, and that's where you get the idea behind the mayor brachas. Just want to end off with an idea from the Chavetz Chaim. Mm-hmm. Famous pasuk here says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chavetz Chaim used to said the way a yid should live his life is whenever he finishes something good, he finishes in a sechta, he, he does a mitzvah. Mm-hmm. And Instead of patting himself on the back, the Chabot Chaim used to say, Va'ata Yisrael. Yad the Yid has to ask, Va'ata, and now? Va'ata, now? Ma'ashem shalimach. What does Hashem want from me now? The Yid doesn't rest on his laurels. He doesn't go and say, Baruch Hashem, I did this. He wants to know, Va'ata now. What does Hashem want now? Ata Yisrael. Ma'ashem lekach shalimach. He goes weiter right and there right. That's why when we finish in the Safta, we start the next sekta. As they, uh, Yid has to live his life. Va'ata Yisrael, Ma'ashem lekach shalimach.